All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome again. It is that time of year. This is the official IFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Mike, and here with me always is the amazing, the talented Mr. Joey Shope. Joey, how you doing? I'm doing great, Mike. Season two of the most important fantasy podcast ever. Ever. Ever, ever recorded. Every other fantasy podcast is good. It's great even, maybe, but it's not as good as this. Yep. Our strategy is to, right when the fantasy football season is done, is prime opportunity. <laughs> People are to, looking for it. People to launch ours. People are craving. They're dying for it. Absolutely craving it. So um, We've cornered the market on improv podcasts that are just... Not, excuse me. I'm sorry. We've cornered the market on fantasy podcasts that are just for a small improv market. So, you know, you say corner. I say dominate. <laughs> absolutely dominate. But um, yes, we are here. We are back for another season. Um, also, what we're going to do today is we're just going to recap the, uh, the championship match uh, with um, the IFL Season 10. Um, and then as well as we are going to give you and break down the new rosters for the Season 11 of uh, IFL. So, Joey, if you could tell me kind of if you could tie last season up in a bow and if you can give me the um kind of your your overall feelings of how the last match went yeah i think that obviously the fantasy season ends with the regular season but uh it was certainly a great season for ifl for those of you who got to watch it i guess you got to really enjoy a great season uh, a couple of highlights for sure uh is absolutely without a doubt and, you know, I think this was an early prediction, which I don't think we have an issue with. James Stebeck was the number one player in, fantasy, in IFL Fantasy. Yep. I think it, it speaks a little bit to, yes, the, 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 the power that the goalie position has, absolutely. But I also think that James transcends that position, and I think he makes, he makes it his own. Yeah. Of course, Garen Miller was also up there as well. Um, Jennifer Choi was not surprised, and then again, IFL Fantasy Rookie of the Season, which I think we gave out early, but I think it was a fair, it was a fair get was to Jason Nguyen. Yes, absolutely it. earned it, uh, and back again this season. Not as a rookie though, obviously, but you know that, that is something to keep an eye out for. Is Jason? Where does Jason go in this next draft? I mean, we'll, we'll get to this down the season where we talk about our draft rankings and where we where we're putting people, but. Uh, you know, if, ja if Jason's not high on your board, I think you're making a big mistake. Yes, absolutely. And right now, just a little side note Ooh. as well, once we go sorry, into Sorry, I'm it. so yep. sorry. I, uh, go for th it. This is off the cuff. Yep. The latest, absolute latest you think Jason will drop to. Uh, is, he, is, he, is he leaving the first round? Is he leaving the first round? Uh, no. He's yes, going to be. I agree with you there. He's going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be pick two in the second. I see. I see. Oh, so you do think he's going to go into the second round? I think he is going to go into the second round. I don't think that's that's. Oh, you think he's I, first round? I think he's first round. I do think he's maybe pick four, five, six. So, so let me this way. At that point, if you don't pick Jason, I don't think you're crazy, especially if you know you're coming around. Yeah. Oh, let me say, if you're pick, if you are pick six in the first round and then pick number one in the second round, and Jason is there, you're going to be frothing at the mouth. Yes, I think that's a solid pick. The 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 first round, second round turn is definitely a place where I think that he would more than likely go. Cause, and we're, we're going to get into this, but a lot of these other players, for example, Zach Payne is yeah. now coaching this season, which we're going to get to that as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Clayton out as a coach this season is uh, is is doing some doing some more behind the scenes stuff for IFL for sure. Yeah. Uh, you've got some players who are retired uh, for the time being, such as Dana Brown. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jared Lamelli, um, Stephen Bartlett after one after a great season. Vanessa, I think, is someone who's coming back with a, a lot of vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a couple other people are you know are, are coaching now too. Zach Payne, Alex Alex Raymond. We're gonna get into that for sure. Yeah. But a lot of these players. Uh, they're back, but maybe in a different position that you maybe aren't expecting them to be in. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how those pre-draft rankings are affected by the new position. Like, Absolutely. Do, are we falling in love with the position that they had before, and that why they're ranked a little bit higher than they should, or are they ranked lower <laughs> than we think? And then, yeah, and then obviously uh, with the point changing too, and we're going to get into that uh, in future episodes about how the how scoring is going to be different, how scoring is going to change. I think that we'll we'll see a little bit more balance, a little more parity throughout the league. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely going to be an interesting season. I mean, like um, like was said here uh, before, we have six teams this time. So six teams, and looking over these lists, I mean, the quality is absolutely there. This is, and I know it's easy to say this every season, but. I think it's it well it's and it's our job as fantasy analysts to to have this be a problem, but it's gonna get harder and harder to rank some of these players. Some of these players like you have a James Debeck returning playing. Yeah, it's easy. Jason Nguyen again. We're but we're already into you know. I think that he'll be a pick number four or five, and you're saying he's number seven or eight, which is not that which is not that huge of a of a gap. Yeah. Um. Uh. But then you have some ro- you've got rookies. You've got people who are now in new positions. Alice Raymond goes from midfielder to coach. Yes. How that's gonna change that uh that swing. That's huge. And I mean, there's plenty of different opportunities here. So you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's jump right in. Let's just jump in. So um, right now, um, and again, these positions are subject to change right now. I don't believe that they're 100% uh, no, no positions finalized. are No positions are locked in. We'll, we'll go over very basically the positions, but we can tell you who the coach is and the team itself. Yep. So um, starting off, we have a return of a team that IFL, the last time they made an appearance, this particular team was... Uh, two um, seasons ago. Two seasons so Season ago. nine. Gotcha. For the, uh, for the Brea Tar Pits. Yeah, they had done... They, so the way that uh, IFL, uh, uh, the management of the teams works is that if, you, if you're the top three teams of one season and top three teams of another season, you put those six, champ, those six winning teams together take the six losing teams together. So these are this is a dyna, this is a legacy season because we have three we have six teams that have won previously or have gotten into playoffs previously. So this this is going to shut this is going to push out playoff caliber teams. Wow. That just speaks to the quality of uh, players this year and coaching. Yes. So speaking of that, now we have uh, Brea Tarpits. We have uh, Zach Payne coming back as coach. A top 20 player last season. Dare I say even top 15 player. But now coach position, but it's a different position. But it's a different position. You still get points as, as a coach. But let's let's break down this uh, 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 this these these players here. So first of all, we have Austin Mooney and Lauren Ann, two people who did not play last season who are coming back this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's interesting to see. Um, we have Austin Mooney here uh, listed as captain. Now his energy um, is definitely something that will not be overshadowed in the um, uh, the captains match. Yeah, um, I, I think so. I think so too. And again, these positions are subject to change. I've heard uh, the scuttlebutt around the uh, 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 the league is that it's going to be Austin or Lauren at captain, which I think those are two mm. strong choices right there. 
Uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get into her right now. Uh, Kristen Minicello returning uh, fourth season in a row. Yeah. Uh, a certainly has come into her own. Again, one of these players, uh, she won She won as a rookie her first season. She won as a rookie. Came back the next season. I think that that, you know, I think the second season is where you find out who you are in IFL. And I think that she got, she got, she got where she needed to be by the end of that season, too. And has now become a staple of IFL. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, becoming a staple in the IFL is... It's something that's an intangible, right? Because if you're playing goalie and you're you've been around a lot more and you you have a strong face in the community, you know those those 50-50 goalie jokes are going to be more 75-25. I think that's absolutely true. Uh, really exciting rookie this season. Had great stats in college. Um, you know he's one of these guys. And look, I felt changed from you know 10, 15 years ago. You know 10 years ago you went high school. Some people got drafted right into IFL out of high school, you mm-hmm. know, and we can spend countless hours debating that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, then people went from high school to college to the IFL, and if they didn't make it, then they were gone. But now we've had the, the European leagues and the developmental leagues, and Steven Urbe has made has made waves across the uh, across the world. Yes, exactly. Coming into the season as a rookie, but is coming in as an experienced rookie. He's not coming in as rookie fresh off the boat. Right. He's coming in with that experience. Now has he now he, he he's not a championship caliber uh, rookie in terms of like he didn't didn't win any major championships. Won some stuff here and there. Won some won some exciting player of the week stuff in other in other leagues and stuff like that. But uh, I think that this having this as your rookie, having an experienced rookie, having a rookie who's long in the tooth. Yes, exactly. It's something that Zach Payne uh, looked for when he was drafting a rookie. You know, and that just goes to a testament of Zach Payne's coaching. I mean, scouting, being able to put in the time. Um, you know, Steve has the best forty time out of anyone in IFL. Yeah, uh, uh, plays big. Play, he's a big guy, but also plays bigger. He's not a. He's not afraid to take up space in IFL. If you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I get that. So he's definitely been um, a student of the game, and he, he's very worldly. So we're going to see. And, you know, having Zach Payne as your coach, too, I want to talk about that as a little bit. I, I think that, you know, I think that there's, there's like, a, a zenness about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think that this is, like, you know, I don't think this is, like, an analytical call. I don't think Zach makes calls that are based on analysis or, like, based on, like, numbers or, like, what the metric system says. I think he, he, he I mean, he's a gut instinct coach and player. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to, I think that's going to show in his team as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, he's definitely able to um, adjust on the fly. And he, like you said, he's able to calm uh, his players down in a, in a way that, um, dare I say, a lot of the other coaches that are here don't necessarily have that particular experience. Yeah, they might have experience one thing or another, but I think Zach's a calming presence on that. I think you look to him, you know, if you're lost, you look to him and he's going to be like your North Star. Yeah. And that's what you want as a coach. Yes. I mean, even, this is a pretty experienced team, but there's no such thing. I mean, even the most, uh, even the most traveled sailor needs to know where the North Star is. Yes, exactly. So um, I think it's definitely a very solid, a very well-rounded team. I mean, we're definitely going to want to see the the dynamic here. I think is going to be great between um, all four of these players. So yeah. it's up to um, it's up to Zach to um, you know make sure that everything comes together and everything uh, and and they can make a definite solid run at it. Now, now let's let's talk about this next team, which I think is almost what, what we talked about: Zach being the Zen, the. Uh, the you know yin yang improv coach. I think that I think this this next coach is the exact opposite direction. Now now you have worked in his coaching tree. You've, yes. you've had the experience of working both 
uh, with him on the same level and, and different levels. But you have you've had experience working with Austin Bennett, and to me, it reads as a he's a tactician. Yes, as a coach, he's uh, they called him uh, the surgeon uh, mm-hmm. because he's able to look at a team. He's able to extract the best out of his own team as well as give the proper keys to victory. Now, um, Austin, in being in this coach role, it is new to him. Um, so being in this coach role is head, Yeah, being the head coach. Being yeah. the head coach. So he's definitely, um, he's transitioning from that. He was on the uh, Lake Forest Rangers um, mm-hmm. and moving into that coach role and seeing, uh, you know, taking a lot of this clay and, and sculpting it into a, a championship team. I think, I mean, I'm looking here at the, uh, well, the lineup here. Yeah, let's talk about this lineup. So, uh, absolute uh, killer, uh, Russell Ford, mm-hmm. uh, back from injury. Uh, what, you know, missed, I mean, listen, I, last season of IFL was insane. Uh, how much crazier would it have been with him in it? Who's to say? But absolute killer. And, and here's, here's what I was talking about Austin as like the tactician is I think that it came across in his picks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think who, who he picked. He picked uh, Roxy uh, uh, Theo, who uh, was a great, great all-around player. I th- like this this team. So let's 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 run it through. It's it's Roxy Theo, Vanessa Kozianon, Katie Shammer, and Russell Ford. Very high floor team. High floor. High floor. High floor. Um, it's definitely uh, an incredibly high floor team. I'm excited to see um, Vanessa as a mil- midfielder here. I mean, yeah. you. It was so important in IFL fantasy to lock in a solid midfielder and a solid goalie, and I mean, it made things so much, uh, so uh, much more well-rounded here. So I'm excited yeah. to see how this is going to play out. Once we get locked in what these positions are, I think that was I think that was an interesting play by uh, coach of last season, Courtney Magleby. They switched around players a lot, and I I don't I don't envision Austin. Austin seems like on this way, he's going to pour over it. Let, look up, down, left, right to figure out what position fits best with these players. And then once he's locked in, though, he's locked in. Yes, I think so. I don't foresee any um, changes. I do know I do have some insider information in regards to the spin that Austin is going to be putting on uh, this team. And I, based on from what I'm hearing, uh, their intro is not to be missed. Yeah, So and, and you have to think about this, um, just these little things in IFL, but like – this is gonna be. This is maybe sound dumb, but maybe maybe you're telling. But maybe it's not. Maybe for. I think if you. I think if you're an outsider listener, you're gonna think it's gonna sound dumb. The game starts before the game does. You know what I mean? hundred percent. The game. The game doesn't start when the whistle blows in that first kickoff game. Nope. No, it's it starts before the. I think it comes out. The warmups. The the everything plays into, which is what makes IFL so exciting. Is that it's every show is larger than life, and it's a big moment in everybody's life with these IFL scenes. So you gotta, I mean, you just gotta be here for it. You gotta watch it. You gotta be, you gotta be in the zone for it because if you miss out on any part of it, you're missing out on, I mean, you'll still have a great time, but if you, I think the whole, the whole team, I mean, that goes into practices and, and group identity and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the game doesn't start when the game starts. It starts way before the game starts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To say nothing of the psychological game or the, uh, yeah, yeah, all of that. But um, I think that uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how it plays out, and right now we have chalked uh, Katie Schemmer as goalie right now. That could, that could, like you said, that very well could change. But um, that's going to be, that's going to be solid. From what I've heard, uh, the the goalie position is in a battle. I think that they're, I do think that the Russell Ford captain position is probably one that's going to make sense to me. That's what I, you know, 
But again, you know, I'm not, I'm not the one casting his teams. I would put him there. Then I could see any one of them. Roxy and Vanessa have been gunning for goalie. I think Katie is currently right there. But I think that any one of them would make a great goalie. Yeah. Now, um, this team – now, we move we move forward here. And this team uh, is – I'm going to run, run it down first, and then I'll give you my analysis here. We have the Anaheim Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We have Coach Garen Miller. Mm-hmm. We have midfielder, midfielder Kyle Pearson. Mm-hmm. We have goalie Cameron Wolf, Captain Shayna Martin. But we have forward Jack Wanzura. Yeah. Now, I would argue – Highly, if this position sticks, if they stick the way this is, Jack is not getting out of, or Jack is definitely getting out of that first round. Okay, someone's taking Jack in the first. Ah, uh, yeah. Someone. Yeah, look, I mean, listen, that is, uh, I don't think you're wrong at all. I mean, um, so for those of you, uh, the uninitiated, uh, <laughs> listening for the first time ever, <laughs> Garrett Miller was a player last season and now got up jumped to coach. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, and look, I think that. Look, and this is easy to say, the commissioner's making decisions, you know, all these people, you know, the league kind of like, but, you know, the the owners of the Anaheim Kingdom saw uh, Garen Miller as a player and said, we're going to take a chance. We're going to take a young coach. We're going to take a young coach. And a youthful coach comes with energy and comes with determination. And then the, the flip side of that comes with the Garen's pick to take Jack early. Because Jack is, as you know, coached for Nine seasons. Yes. Nine or ten seasons. First time playing, I mean, if it was anybody else, I would be like, is there going to be a, a, a growing pain between playing and coaching? If it was somebody else, I'd be like, mm, yeah, let's talk about it. But I, I think Jack's going to slot right in. Yeah. I I think that it's going to be um, really, really, uh, really important there for um, as far as overall um, chemistry there. And, I mean, you have – Kyle Pearson, I mean, this team as well. I think that this team, if coached uh, coached well to everyone's strengths, I think that this team can definitely make a strong run for the championship. I think so, too. I think Kyle Pearson's a lot of fun, uh, very energetic player. I think kind of a spark. I think that he, he you know, not that, not that these are not, not that Jack and Cameron and Shannon aren't energetic people or energetic players, but Kyle Pearson can be that spark, like come off the bench, you know, and, and like light a fire underneath the team. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Wolf, a very exciting rookie. I think that there's so many to watch out for, uh, yeah. for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I definitely think that this team is 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 real, 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 real solid on paper. So um, let's see how that translates. So coming up next, let's talk about this team. Uh, San Ana wins a long waiting return of Coach Jesse Joseph. Jesse mm. Joseph, who you know he went to go, he went to, he did some soul searching. He went and traveled and taught and coached outside of the U.S. And you know I think yeah. that. I yeah. think that that kind of worldliness will bring kind of a center to him, and I think that when you're playing for him, you he expects so much of you that it can be so, like, I think it can sometimes be overwhelming. Right. I mean, he was gone for so long, and, you know, there was the that ayahuasca trip, and he just found himself here. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that it's important that he's <laughs> able to come back and, uh, you know, find himself back in the fold again and stuff. And coming in, as, coming as in as coach is important. But um, let's go take a look at this team here. So forward, we have uh, the one and only Jennifer Choi. Yeah. Um, midfielder, we have the rookie, Mr. Jeremy Law. Yeah. Um, and then also goalie, we have uh, Winston Andrus. 
Yeah, and that, that dust off your history books, folks. Yeah, that is uh, that is a that is a blast that is a from the name. past. That is a name. Now, when I feel it's got to be three or four years, if not more, <laughs> if not more, uh, made made his bones on the Fullerton Wasps all these years ago. If that name, I mean, that even means anything to you? The Kodota Kazakamis he was on. Uh, 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 then he coached the Irvine dot So this is, but I mean, this is you know, this is pre, this was. He, he he retired pre-COVID, um, and then came back, and and honestly has not has looked has looked like he's doing some. I mean, we're you know we're we're just talking about training camp. We're just talking about before we've gotten off. We before the first joke has landed in the series of IFL, so it is easy to talk now about it. But he, the, I've heard that he's in the best condition for IFL that he's ever been in. Great, and that's awesome. I mean, seeing someone. Coming in, coming right back into it is and, awesome. And 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 Leah Duffy is in that same conversation. It's been a while since she's been on that. She was on. She's a Santa Ana Wind OG. Oh wow. Yeah, she's back in the day. Santa Ana Wind. Uh, uh, a lot of fun. I think uh, really a, a crowd favorite. Which again, if you're talking about IFL, that's huge. Uh, really wins that crowd. I think that she. Listen, there's such thing as home field advantage, but when and when Leah has it, you playing against her is is trouble. How do you think the Jennifer Choi Leah dynamic? I mean, they both are very. Um, I crowd think that's. Favorites. I th- that is true. I think that, I think they're both gonna just be more like. I think that it's it's perfect for for Jesse Joseph as a as a coach, uh, especially now that he's more worldly and has got a you know a, a third dimension to his coaching and his belief system. I think, I think he's gonna bring out the best we've ever seen. I'm gonna th- okay. Here we go. You ready mm. for a crazy prediction? Let's hear it. This way, the, one of our way, way, way too early predictions. Way, way, way too early prediction. With this combination of people, Jesse, Leah, Jeremy, and Winston, I think we're going to see the best out of Jennifer Choi. All right. All right. Well, she'll be the number one player. I don't know about that, but I think we're going to see the best out of Jennifer Choi that we've seen yet in IFL and IFL Fantasy. Absolutely. Wow. There you go. There there you have it. You have your first way, way, way too early. Yeah. I, I think like, it's how solid. Do you, how, do you, how do you like that? I, I'm not going to argue with you. I think that it's absolutely it's good. I think the, the wild card in it, as far as this analyst is concerned, obviously the Rook, Jeremy Law, and then seeing Leah, um, you know, perform in that situation. But I think definitely, um, you know, Jennifer Choi, absolutely solid. Well, Jeremy Law comes from a small school, but was a big name in that small school. You know mm. what I mean? He's one of these rookies, you know, that like, you know, when, when his name came up on the uh, draft board, a lot, you know, well, we knew, you know, we knew, but like a lot of the fans at home were saying, who is this? You know, what, what, where, where is this guy from? And then you look at his stats and you go, well, this guy's stats are incredible. Why is he not a bigger name in IFL? And then you go, oh, small school, big, you, big fish in a, little, in a little pond for sure. Now he's in the ocean of IFL. But I mean, still a big fish. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be for sure somebody to keep an eye out for. Right. If you drafted, let me this way: the two two predictions that are real early. If you draft Jeremy Law too high, I think you'll still be fine. Yep. Okay. There you go. Now this team, we do have locked in positions. Okay. This is official. This is the official, uh, which you know when we get into next week or the next time we record, we'll we'll tell you the other official positions when we get it. But this is an official. You can lock these in for sure. Go ahead. All right. Coach, we have Autumn Ray. One-time player. Again, this is – I'm sorry to jump in, but and we're going to get into this with the next team as well, but this is a young coach crew, which I'm yeah. excited. To, you know, Zach Payne and Jesse Joseph have uh, have done it before, but Austin Bennett, 
Garen Miller. I mean, Austin Bennett's coached before in, in other leagues. Yeah. But, you know, Austin Bennett, Jesse Joseph, and Zach Payne are, quote-unquote, our most veteran coaches at this point, quote-unquote. Wow. Uh, but Garen, Autumn, and Alex, who we're going to get into, these are rookie coaches. And yeah. You want to make the argument that Austin's a rookie coach, too. But So we're looking at a young energetic this is not this is not your grandpa's ifl yeah. coaching this, this ain't is a, no willoughby situation no there's no willoughby wanzura Nuh-uh. luchin this all slow old yeah this ain't this ain't it we're here we're we're young blood uh it's you know it's wcw 2001 the new blood versus the millionaires club <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing we want to be compared to is 2001 wcw yep there you go no but i mean i'm serious in that like i listen i'll, I'll this maybe is a way too early prediction too could we see a lot of fouls this year a lot of boxing out a lot of you know yeah. throwing elbows sure but also i think we're going to see some high scoring games i think these are going to be bloody contest i think that this is people these are going to be coaches who aren't afraid to make choices yeah i think this is going to lead us to a year of some exciting ifl for sure is it going to be the most technically beautiful you've ever seen but no but like you know going back to wrestling like austin uh or stone cold steve austin wasn't the most technical wrestler but he nope. was the most exciting the rock and the rock had a little bit more showmanship polish to him but like this isn't this isn't a bret hart yes. owen hart or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, like 60-minute technical match. This is going to be a no-holds-bar yep. brawl, APA on the side. Yep, and through the door. Through yep. the door. Undertaker, Austin, and APA just kind of all... And yep. Kane's watching from a corner. Yes, exactly. And uh, The Abyss is watching from a different company. So... Um, <laughs> Great. So, anywho, going back to... Yeah, um, this wrestling. Yeah, this TNA poll that's doing things for you. Yeah, anything, anyone, anyone? Um, Coach Autumn Ray. Autumn Ray. Forward, um, Sam Viviona, another rookie. Yeah, Vivonia. Vivonia. See, so much of a rookie that I can't even get the last name. Vivonia. Oh, that's certainly... that. Well, that's going to be the announcer's problem, you know what I mean? But but an exciting player nonetheless. Keep going. Yep. We also have the midfielder, uh, Zach Robbins. We also have the goalie. Jason Nguyen mm-hmm. as goalie, and then also Captain Liam Holton. Now, that is a name. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, people, if, uh, for those of you uninitiated with Liam Holton and why you should be excited. Uh, I mean, this uh, there's no, there's nothing. I mean, this is Rocky. This is Rocky IV. He, he's retired. Mm-hmm. But something compelled him, a Russian, something yeah. compelled him to return. Liam Holton was in the first season of IFL was on the losing team, was declared the Liam Holton Award, which is the highest scoring player on the losing team of the championship. Oh, man. Season two, he wins the championship. Wow. And wins MVP of that show. So we're talking, this is, this is, and you know, he played, he played after that for sure, but then long break, moved, traveled, went to Europe. And one, listen, listen, who are we to judge any, you know, any IFL player, but is this maybe like a farewell tour? Is this him coming out of retirement to get a one more shot kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Listen, the narrative will come out and we'll figure it out when you know when we see it. But I'm excited to see this return. Yeah, I mean that's that's great. And I mean talking about the um, you know the old old blood, the old guard coming back into the fold. But again, to comment on the youth movement that we have, Jason in his second season coming in as goalie for his second season. Now, yeah. Jason. All-star rookie sensation, IFL yeah. Rookie of the Year. Um, the accolades speak for themselves. Now, is is Jason? Where is Jason going? 
Where's Jay? Is, we, is we just Lightning... talked? Yeah, we talked about this. Like, I think he, I don't think he's leaving the first round. And you said at the at the lowest he's gonna go. According to you, the lowest he's gonna go is second pick in the second round. <sighs> but now that I see the dynamic here, ah. that's you know what? that's fair. We were just talking about Jason in a vacuum. Yeah, I'm like... Jason in a vacuum, and that's a that's high price. Yeah, that the lowest you could see him going is high second round. Yeah. Now Jason on a team with Sam, with Zach Robbins, with Liam Holton. Because Liam Holton was would play would play forward a lot, but he played goalie as well. Okay. But still, despite all that, Jason is goalie. I think that speaks to his prowess. I think that speaks to who he is. I think that speaks to his talent and his scoring ability. That Autumn Rice sees him as the as as the goalie. Wow. That's again. But again, I was operating with a, I had a full hand because I knew that he was going to be the goalie. So. Yeah. So I ah. I think yeah I think pick five I think oh, listen if you took Jason number one overall. Yeah. I wouldn't, but if you did, I don't think you're absolutely out of your mind. Yeah, I think that his his ceiling, I think, is like round one, pick four. Yeah. And I think his his floor has got to be his absolute bottom floor. And if you're if you're middle of the second round, you're flipping, bending over backwards. Again, like I said, if you were at the end of round one and Jason's there, you are you are losing your mind. Yeah. On this way, unless I'm pick six. Jason's not getting past me. Gotcha. If I'm number one, I'm taking. Oh, ooh, ooh I, well, we'll get that afterwards. Okay, yeah, let's get. We'll get, let's get, let's we'll get, get to the round one yeah. afterwards. So, we talked about this before, and you had mentioned, and I had mentioned this young blood generation. Let's talk about this new team. All right, we have um, Alex Raymond coming in as coach, right? So, I mean, that's definitely. Someone who is a uh, student of the game, has played for three game. years. He's one of these guys who's played for a while, came in and started coaching. Forward, uh, rookie Enrique Gomez. Yes. Now, um, Enrique, huge, uh, huge again in IFL Europe. Um, you know, a highly touted, highly touted rookie. Practice squad jump. player that, yeah. you know, that I think that, you know, I think that, listen, I think we can be honest with ourselves. I think that maybe we overlooked him in last year's draft and he fell to free agency, was on a couple different practice squads, got some show, you know, got some plug and play stuff. And when he, I will say this, when he plugged and he played, he did well. But now this is his first time on a full blown actually in the season. And yeah. I, I, I think, I choose to believe maybe even this pushes him even further. Like this is, this is going to be a household name of IFL. Yep. We also have uh, Cameron Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, on the team, as well as we have Mr. James Stebeck. Yep. Uh, and then also we have uh, Julie Hawking as well. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> this team as well, like I'm looking at this team up and down here, and there's a lot on the shoulders of Alex being the coach. Absolutely. I think that like um, that's something to really think about. Um, when you have a talented cast of people around you, a talented cast on your team, it, there is this, uh, a lot of pressure on you as a coach to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that I think Alex is up to the task. Like you said, he's a student of the game. Um, I mean, James definitely. I, uh, you know, James was the key to um, I believe Clayton's victory. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, I think that it's. Something that's really, really important. Um, I mean, he's a solid player, absolutely. And uh, I think it's going to be a real, real, real interesting uh, season here moving forward. Now, looking at this team overall, if you look at, if you look at it, right? So I'm, you said a way, way too early uh, prediction, right? So I'm going to hit you with one here. Okay. 
I am going to go on record and say that Austin Bennett is going to be highest point scoring coach this year. Okay, let's talk about that because coach scoring is coach, and we're, we're, they're still getting some uh, some nuts and bolts tweaked about it. But scoring as a coach is difficult. So so weirdly, weirdly, it's kind of easy to be the number one scoring coach. Mm. Uh, let's see if I can pull that up. So, but why? What makes you say that? What 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 makes you uh, uh, say dare to speak such? I think that he is a hundred percent committed to the. I, I don't think that he is going to go in and. Uh, get the coach jitters, like make a foul. And, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. There's not going to be – there's going to be rare negative points. He's going to push his team to get all of the 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 points that are to be won uh, prior to the match start. You're advertising you're, – you know, there's tons of tons of points in, yes. that you can get before. And I think that a, a big thing overall was it separated a lot of teams was those points. I mean, if you're in a game – and the score, it's a difference by one point. Yeah. And, you know, you're looking at your that's three team. points in IFL Fantasy. If you win, that's three extra points given your way. Yeah. So Whereas I, it's minus one if you lose. Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely need to keep an eye out for um, for that. But I think I think Austin's uh, got it. I think he, he's honed in. I think, I think you know, there's of course, everyone's going to give him a run for his money. It's not going to be a runaway by any stretch of the imagination. But my pick is that Austin Bennett uh, locks it in for um, highest performing coach. Okay, and then for a little tease, because I'm gonna, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have this ready by the next uh, episode. Mm-hmm. It would, it would. It, so this is, this is before, this is before we have the positions locked in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you my top six players. Mm-hmm. These are everyone who should be drafted in the first round, according to me. Okay. Okay, and I will say this: this is currently ranked. This is currently ranked, but this could very much change because we do not have the positions locked in. Number one, James Tebeck. Number one overall. Number two, Russell Ford. Jennifer Choi, Liam Holton, Jason Nguyen, Jack Wanzera. Those are my six picks. Now, wherever you are in these in the first six picks, which you will be if you're mm-hmm. playing Battle of Fantasy, yep. I think you take any one of those, I don't think you're absolutely crazy. Yeah. I think so too. I think uh for my first six, I think that our one, two, and three is the same. Yes. So, so, so James Russell Jennifer. James Russell Jennifer. Do, yes. do, let me ask you for five, four, five, six. Is it in a different order, or is there different people involved? Um, it is that same order for the top three, but mm-hmm. then I think that we deviate a bit. I think um, you have uh, Liam, Liam, then Jason, then Jack. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm really high on this particular player. I'm I'm very very high on them. I'm gonna slot Liam out of the first round. Okay. And I'm gonna plug in Kyle Pearson. At the at the tail end or at four? I'm gonna plug <laughs> Kyle Pearson in at six. At six. Okay, so that's 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 what I was asking. So so it's yours is James Russell, Jennifer, Jason, Jack, Kyle Pearson. Oh. Jack. I have Jack, Jason. Jack, Jason, Kyle, Kyle Pearson. Pearson. Again, depending on position and yeah, all that stuff. That's how I have right now. Kyle's for sure in that conversation. Again, I. If you're, you know, again, if you're late, this is this is huge too. You have to let the draft come to you. If there is a run on goalies, and you know, and you, because here's the thing, you know, what was crazy about Jason Nguyen, last goalie picked. Yeah, that's incredible. That's part. That's part of the magic and part of the fun. So if you know that you're not getting the top four 
goalies, and Kyle Pearson's there, and if he's forward, and you think he's either the best forward or the second best forward, and then boom, the other forward that you like is taken, and then you're at the end of round one, and you're like, well, I'm going to take Kyle, and then maybe I'm going to wait on goalie, because look, all the goalies have to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do take Kyle right, 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 at, the, right at the turnaround of uh, the first round, and then maybe you'll get your midfielder or maybe your coach. You know, you because again, all of the goalies have to be taken. Mm-hmm. So I think there is definitely strategy. Let the draft come to you. If there is a run, let there be a run. That's fine. You go get the next best option. Yeah. And I think that, that again, this is this is based on strategy and stuff like that. Whereas I do, I do think Kyle is someone who'd be in that conversation for number one. Yeah. Or in your your first round pick. Absolutely. And I mean, it was it, it was definitely tough, but I think. Um, Kind of that's where I uh, that's where I land up. I mean, you know, James, you know, how it's rare that people have back to back solid slam dunk seasons. So, yeah. like, is there going to be a drop off with James a little bit? Like, is there going to be? You know, it just it well, depends. You, listen, if you draft, uh, think of in my draft last season, James was drafted fourth and ended up being number one. Mm-hmm. If you draft James number one and he ends up being four, I don't think you're terribly upset. I don't think you're. I don't think you're. You're gonna be. It would have to take some drop off from James, and I think even I think Jennifer Choi is in that same conversation where I think you draft. I drafted her two or three overall, um, mm-hmm. and then she ended up being four, like in four, five, or six. Where I was like, okay, I still got a first round talent. It, it wasn't where I drafted her, but it's yeah. still I got the return on investment I was looking for. Yep. And then also with you before one uh, one other thing. Give me your um, best value, best value pick. Give me the person that you're looking at, and if you, this person is comes to you in the fourth, or an exciting fifth, fourth or fifth or third, or I whatever think, the situation is, you'll be stoked. I think, oh boy, well, I think Julie Hawking is in this conversation. Yep. Certainly, I think Kristen Minichel is in this conversation. Yeah. Depending on what position she ends up being. Yeah. Uh, again, look, okay, let's say let's say Kristen ends up being goalie, which, again, the scuttlebutt around campus is that she will be. Obviously, I would take James and, and Jason ahead of her. So if I'm like, okay, if, if Kristen's my third goalie, I can wait on her. And I think that other people will see her as the third or fourth goalie. Maybe they'll go get them the number one midfielder then. Because, again, you know, you have to ask yourself, what's better for fantasy – third goalie or first forward you know yep. so you have to so i would be i would be amazed if kristen gets past the fourth round oh sorry, she's not getting past the fourth round if i'm if mm-hmm. i'm drafting yeah um yeah i think julie hawking is in this conversation too um yeah. i think roxy's gonna surprise some people i think Ooh, jeremy law that okay here's okay then i'm gonna send this back to you you give me your answers and then i'm gonna ask you this question because i have my answer okay um I'm going to say I'm going to go with – see, the thing is I, I know it's contradictory because I gave Austin Bennett as my number one coach, and for me not to draft him would be silly. Well, I don't think you draft a coach in the first round. Right. So I think if – If you have Austin Bennett at the third round, yeah. let's say you're, th- you're th- right in the middle. You're 3-3. Three, three. You picked two players already, and no one else has picked a coach – at three three, are you taking Austin Bennett? You've got let's let's get make it easy. Mm. You've got you had the third pick overall. Yep. So let's say uh, let's just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spitball here. You have Jennifer Choi. Yep. And on the come around, you have Vanessa. Jennifer Choi and Vanessa are your is yes, your... absolutely. I'm taking Austin and Bennett okay. at the third. Okay. I think I'm either I'm taking Austin at the third, or if Austin's gone, 
And I mean, I give me, give me autumn. Give me autumn. I think autumn, autumn, I think that's autumn's going to make team. calls. Yeah. Uh, autumn's going to do have great calls. I think that she's not going to be afraid to call the power plays and stuff to really put the money out there. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's a risky pick, but. I think I think third fourth round is where you start looking for coaches. That's me. If you get a coach earlier, that's fine. If you get a coach yeah. late, that's fine. But I do think third or fourth round is where you get your most return on value on your coaches. Now, yep. I'm gonna run through this list one more time. I want I want your pick for uh, for highest score for early, way too early rookie of the year for the thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you off the list so you can play at home too, folks. Steve Uribe, Roxy Theo, Cameron Wolf, Jeremy Law, Sam Vivon Vivonia, and Enrique Gomez. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think Jeremy Law. I don't think it's. I don't think he blows it out of the water like a Jason Nguyen because these are very. This is a very talented rookie draft. I think Jeremy Law squeaks it. I think he just gets, mm-hmm. just gets highest. Which means if you draft him like maybe a round or two or two early, uh, well, based on this analysis that I'm telling you preseason, then I don't think he went too high then. Yeah. But uh, for example, for me, I think I'd maybe wait till the third or fourth round, and if I get him in the third or fourth round, like if, if I'm in three three and I've got. You know, if I've got a Jennifer Choi and a Vanessa, maybe I take Jeremy Law there. I think that's I think that's a conversation to have. That's yeah. so that's that's my way too early pick of, of rookie. Yeah. Based on what we've talked about, who stands out to you? Mm, give me. And if you want Jeremy Law too, that's fine. No, um, I think your I think your analysis is solid. I think um, I think it might be a one and two between him and Sam. Yeah. I like Sam a lot, actually. I mean, I, 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 I really do. I think, um, yeah, give me Sam, highest scoring rookie. I'll, All I'll right. say that as my That's way, my too, way too, too early. My way, way, way too early. All right. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, I think that's going to do it for today. Let's, let's wrap it up. I want to say thank you guys so much for, for watching uh, and listening. Watching. Well, for watching IFL and yeah. then for listening to this podcast. I really think this is going to be a great season of IFL. Yep, absolutely. It's definitely um, going to be a great season in, in its um, in its 11th season. So, um, again, come on out, improvcollective.fun. Take a look at all of our different um, shows and everything like that um, as well. Check us out on Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, and be sure to be a part of it. It's a, a great opportunity. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think without – Further ado, I think we're going to sign off here. So, Joey, again, thank you so much for uh, joining me. um, And um, let's get ready to rock and roll to next season. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All righty. Have a great one.